right, hi folks, welcome aboard Wednesday night edition Philip Ward show. You know, we have a lot of news that we have to get into. I was watching the testimony earlier from the U.S. women's gymnastics team and it was just, you know, to me, so shocking and disgusting what they had to go through. And, 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 you know, it all comes back to the FBI and a lot of them testifying and saying that the FBI were falsifying our statements. And it brought me back to, you know, are we really surprised? Because our FBI now, I'm not sure any American can possibly have any trust in them anymore. This is the same FBI, you know, the whole FBI director, Christopher Ray, that says, oh, well, we don't really know. Antifa isn't really a thing. And before him, the former FBI director, who probably was worse than Christopher Ray when it comes to Jim Comey, what he was doing and how it was Barack Hussein Obama who weaponized the FBI and had James Comey go and out, go out and spy on the Trump campaign, and we knew that it was even before then, before he was president, it was the campaign, then it was the Trump transition team, and then it was the Trump presidency as well, all being spied on by the FBI. Um, so we'll get into, the, into that um, a little later on in the program. Now, the whole Durham investigation, John Durham's apparently woken up now and has decided to uh, uh, look into the matter, which he's been looking into for a while, the whole investigating the investigators and uh, crossfire hurricanes. So we have um, news on John Durham to come as well, as, um, as well as the border numbers, which are, again, just horrendous. We have a Biden border crisis. We call it that because we didn't have a border crisis under Donald Trump. We've already had over a million illegal aliens flooding into our country Joe Unity Biden, Kamala Harris, the DHS Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, they have been complete failures on the border. And on top of that, I've asked the question for weeks. I don't even think Democrats, and there's, I guess, 81 million people, by the way, who supposedly voted for Joe Unity in the 2020 election. I don't even think that they can highlight one single thing that Joe Unity Biden has done right for this country. Why don't we look at Bidenflation, which is going on. Look at gas prices. Meat prices are, are up. Look at the border crisis, which Joe Biden has been a complete and utter failure on. Look at Afghanistan and how Americans are still stranded, abandoned, and trapped in Afghanistan right now. It is a hostage crisis what is going on over there and if the mainstream media in our country the ppp media the pathological prolific pathetic liars that they are had any credibility at all and actually wanted to tell both sides of the story they'd be holding joe biden accountable but they've already moved on they, oh well yeah joe might have done a terrible job but as far as the other americans go that are still stranded in afghanistan no forget about it we don't want republicans to get too much ammunition going into the midterms next year and on top of that, where's Kevin McCarthy? Where is the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy? Because I haven't heard a peep from him. How about the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell? The, the two leading elected Republicans in this country right now. Why are they not out every single day holding press conferences saying, Listen, Joe, you left Americans stranded behind enemy lines. You left them there to die. 
where now we hear reports that the Taliban are going house to house. If they find any Afghans who helped us, well, forget about it. Then I guess they have to be executed. Americans as well. Same thing is happening with them. Uh, you look at that, I, you can look at anything that Joe's done. Voting rights, I mean, he's, he, he's completely lying when it comes to voting rights, attacking Texas and Georgia uh, in particular because they want to make sure that we actually do have free and fair elections. Oh, and, and by the way, did you hear Gavin Newsom last night giving his speech about how, well, we came together here in California and we defeated Trumpism. Well, is that the best that he has to run on because he didn't t he didn't defend his atrocious record in California. He's totally bankrupted that state. Uh, the medium uh, price for houses now is up to $800,000. I mean, who could possibly afford that on top of all the taxes that you have to pay in California? As far as energy, oil, and gas, they want to transition into this Green New Deal, which is being put forward by the radical socialists. AOC and her tax the rich Met Gala dress. I mean, it's a total disaster what's going on in California. And Gavin Newsom's taking a victory lap. You know, after they had to spend $80 million to make sure that they defeated the, the whole so-called Republican recall effort. And then on top of that, they had to go to he who shall not be named, George Soros, and had to get an extra $1 million from him. So in deep blue California... Gavin Newsom claiming victory where, again, Democrats uh, are, are, have a two-to-one you know, uh, majority over Republicans. Uh, and, and, and on top of all of that, I'm not so sure that that election was free and fair. I mean, that thing was called like that last night. Before we even went off the air, we were having the results, you know, the timeline laid out by the LA Times, you know, where, where again, you can, uh, you can fix your ballot, fix your ballot, right? If you voted for yes for the recall and then voted for Larry Elder, you're going to have to fix that by next Tuesday. I mean, it, it was just a, it was just a disgraceful election. It really was. I don't you know. And, and, and I'm not going to, you know, uh, throw, discredit the legitimacy of the, I'm, I'm, I'm probably prob pretty confident that the people in California who still choose to live in California, I have no idea why, that they would, that there's obviously a possibility, a huge possibility that they were going to vote no to recall Gavin Newsom. But all you really need is the facts. I mean, you like paying all, all that money in taxes. You know, you like having a, a state that's in debt. You like having these COVID lockdowns where Gavin Newsom can still go to his French laundry restaurant. And then on top of that, when it comes to schools, how he shuts down all the schools. But when it comes to his kids, no, it's okay because they have private education. That's fine, though. I mean, it's totally insane. Um, but, uh, no, I, you know, I, he's so smug, so arrogant, think, thinks he's the, the, the greatest politician, the greatest governor um, to, to, that's ever been in California. Um, I was listening to the uh, Clay Travis Buck Sexton uh, radio show earlier, and they, they, I think, brought up good points that Gavin Newsom could be potentially weaving his way into a 2024 uh, presidential run. And, you know, if you look at that, I mean, well, Joe Unity Biden, we know that cognitively he's a total and absolute mess and just a disgrace, has no idea what's going on anymore, can't even formulate complete sentences. So who knows if he's even still going to be president uh, when it comes to 2024. 
On the Republican side, it seems to me as though Donald Trump's very confident that he's going to run. Uh, he hasn't come out publicly said it yet, but I mean, he's hinted at it uh, repeatedly. Then, you know, I, I believe the ticket, a great ticket would be Trump DeSantis. If it's not Donald Trump, who's the primary nominee running for president, I think that Ron DeSantis would be a great choice as well. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, good Republicans um, in the field that I believe if Biden's not there and Kamala Harris is the president, well, Kamala Harris is widely unpopular in this country. Kamala Harris literally was out of the Democrat primary even before the Iowa caucuses. That's how unpopular she was. What possibly makes her think that she could win a national election? I mean, it's totally beyond me but 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 those are how those politicians live in california gavin newsom nancy pelosi adam schiff kamala harris you know they they believe that the whole entire country is la and san francisco and new york city and it's the farthest thing from the truth they're so out of touch with the american people uh but anyway so we have a lot of news to get into and i want to start off tonight by coming on with the news that we heard yesterday in this new book, uh, uh, Peril is the name of it, uh, from Bob, Bob Woodward and Robert uh, Costa. So, you know, the, the biggest takeaway from this, and General Milley is under a lot of fire. Now, this is General Milley who was saying, again, the you know, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, this was a guy in 2015, we had video that surfaced today, where he was saying, quote, China is not an enemy. So go back then, fast forward to six years, uh, five when this conversation took place. Um, he's obviously a fan of China. Now, he uh, released a statement today, press release, and he denied nothing whatsoever. And remember, this is the paragraph that I look at and I think this is very alarming to the United States of America. And at this point in time now, with this story still developing, two things are true. And by the way, presumption of innocence is a thing. Yes. Uh, do, do we believe that people are guilty until proven innocent? Absolutely not. We hold the same exact standard on this program. But one of two things is true. Either General Mark Milley is a traitor and should be tried for treason. That's if this reporting is true. But if it's not true, then Woodward and Costa and the Washington Post are fake news. Complete and utter fake news and lying to the American people. One of those two scenarios now is true. Now, what Woodward and Costa report is this quote. General Lee, Milley's uh, counterpart in China, he says, General Lee, you and I have known each other for now five years. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. This is our biggest adversary right now. This is China where the Wuhan virus came from the china virus kung flu whatever you want to call it the pan slash pandemic that's where this came from china started a world war without violence with 184 countries worldwide on top now now this is while covid's going on millie thinks it's a good idea to call them by the way 
totally unauthorized, um, and we'll get to that in a second, and say, listen, if there's going to be an attack, and I don't think anybody, anyone at all, thought that Donald Trump was going to attack China. Only Milley, who seems more and more crazy by the day. But he says, if we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. So what is he going to say? Uh, uh, hi, General Lee. Uh, uh, I've, I've ju just been talking to President Trump, um, and he says he's going to attack you. So, so be prepared. You know, I, I, I want you guys to be okay over there in China. I want, if, if, if we need another virus, we're going to need you guys to start another virus. Says, quote, it's not going to be a surprise. And Lee took the chairman at his word, the author of uh, Woodward and Costa writing. Now this, in the New York Post today, Trump Defense Secretary Miller denies giving Milley the okay to call China. Then President Donald Trump's last Secretary of Defense saying today he did not sign off on a call from General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, to his Chinese counterpart days after the January 6th insurrection. And by the way, I'll get you the definition of, definition of insurrection in a second. You know, the Democrats love insurrection. Insurrection January 6th was an insurrection, even though we've gone through the, the Trump transcript and what he said in his January 6th speech. Now it didn't come close to inciting an insurrection. And what happened on January 6th wasn't even close to an insurrection. Um, anyway, Christopher Miller who led the Pentagon on an acting basis between the 2020 presidential election and the inauguration of Joe Unity, told Fox News that Milley's action, quote, represents a disgraceful and unprecedented act of insubordination by the nation's top military officer. The January uh, 8th phone conversation between Milley and General Li Zucheng is detailed in the forthcoming book Peril. The authors report Milley telling Li the U.S. government was 100% steady, everything's fine, but democracy can be sloppy sometimes. Well, Miller today denying the report uh, and uh, in October in the January phone call saying that they were carried out without the knowledge of then Defense Secretary Mark Esper and Miller himself. His statement added that if the details of the call as reported by Woodward and Costa were true, then Milley must resign immediately or be fired by the Secretary of Defense to guarantee the sanctity of the officer corps. Quote, pursuant of partisan politics and individual self-interests are a violation of an officer's sacred duty and have no place in the United States military, said Miller, uh, who noted that a lesser ranking officer accused of such behavior would immediately be relieved of duty pending a thorough and independent investigation. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is the highest ranking military officer whose sole role is providing military-specific advice to the president, the commander-in-chief. And by law, he's prohibited from exercising executive authority to command forces. The chain of command, which he totally defied, if this is true, the even even the view Sonny uh, Hostin was saying, well, I worked for the government a lot, and the, chair, uh, the chain of command is sacrosanct. And if you defy it, it's not good at all. 
Um, I mean, even and then you got Joy Joyless Behar, as she should be called. Well, I'm glad that there was an adult in the room when it came to Millie. So even though Millie's a traitor to the United States of America, no, she thinks it's a good thing. Shows you, and 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 that right there shows you how divided we really are as a country. Mark Milley, if this is true, committed treason and is a traitor. Or again, the Washington Compost is peddling fake news. One of the two scenarios is definitely true. But then you have Democrats who are saying, well, it's a good thing that he did this. It's a good thing that he went behind the president of the United States' back, who he solely talks to and provides military advice to? Even if this was a dem So if the, <clears throat> excuse me, if Milley did this right now to Joe Unity Biden, went behind his back and said, well, and obviously Joe Unity Biden ain't going to attack China. We know that he's compromised by China. And Milley uh, here indicating that he is too, if this reporting is true. But if he went behind Joe Biden's back and called China and said, if Joe Biden is going to attack you, well, I'm going to give you a heads up first. I would be saying the same exact thing. I think everyone should. When we have a president of the United States, they have constitutional duties that they have to carry out. So Mark Milley, whether it's a Biden presidency, a Trump presidency, this reporting true, folks, he is a traitor. Uh, now, when it comes to Joe Unity, ABC News reporting, President Biden on Wednesday expressed, quote, great confidence in his top military advisor saying exactly that, I have great confidence in General Milley, uh, when asked by ABC News Chief White House Correspondent Cecilia Vega, uh, Jen Psaki echoing that, saying, quote, I don't think the president is looking for the, listen to this, right? Listen to this. I don't think the president is looking for the guidance of members of Congress who stood by as the leader of their party fomented an insurrection just to complete an utter lie. She is such a disgrace as the White House press secretary. Uh, the Pentagon spokesman, John Kirby, when asked about Milley, saying, quote, I see nothing in what I've read that would cause any concern. You know, I love, uh, and by the way, uh, I have this quote here uh, about Milley again, uh, Democrat Senate. Now, this is Tim Kaine, who's a Democrat. If you remember, he was uh, Hillary Clinton's pick as uh, vice president. And thank God those two never saw the White House. Democrat Senator Tim Kaine saying, uh, and he was uh, lecturing Blinken yesterday, questioning Blinken, quote, the notion that General Milley said that nothing I or anyone else saw indicated a collapse, I, as far as Afghanistan goes, I just, I just don't think that's true, is what Tim Kaine is telling Blinken. So again, here's, here's Milley who said, well, well, we didn't know that this was going to happen. You have a Democrat now saying, yeah, that's not true at all. And then on top of that, you have Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, no fan of Donald Trump whatsoever, who even he is coming out and saying, if this is true, what Millie did, Millie has to resign. Um, and, and in media today, here's a headline for you. Woodward and Costa stand by book after new reports saying Milley calls to China were, quote, greatly exaggerated. Politico reporting that according to the sources, the claims about his calls are greatly exaggerated. 
Well, Woodward and Costa sent a statement back to Politico saying we stand by our reporting and we're even hearing reporting tonight that they have transcripts that this happened and that General Milley is lying. Now, here's the statement that he released because I, I, it's kind of harsh to say that he's lying because he literally isn't denying himself doing it at all. Here's the, uh, uh, the press statement today. Quote, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs regularly communicates with chiefs of defense across the world, including with China and Russia. These conversations remain vital to improving mutual understanding of U.S., da, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. His calls with the Chinese and others in October and January were in keeping with these duties and responsibilities, conveying reassurance in order to maintain strategic stability. All calls from the chairman to his counterparts, including those reported, are staffed, coordinated, and communicated with the Department of Defense and the inner agency. General Milley continues to act and advise within his, within his authority in the lawful tradition of civilian control of the military and his oath to the Constitution. Now, folks, there's no denial at all from Mark Milley here. So, and again, he, he's innocent right now, innocent until proven guilty. But at the very least, we need an investigation into Millie. Did he, did he for sure make these calls? Did he say the things that are being reported on those calls? Did he go behind the president's back? Did he break the chain of command? And was he calling China and saying, listen, if there's going to be an attack, well, I'll let you know first. And remember, Millie was agreeing with Nancy Pelosi when she called him up on January 8th. I mean, goodness great. Talk about Millie's phone just ringing off the hook. My God, this guy's this guy's talking to everybody on the phone behind the president's back. Um, you know, Pelosi was like, he's crazy. You know, he's crazy. He's crazy, right? You know, Nancy Pelosi calling Donald Trump crazy. That's kind of rich. But then you have Millie who says, uh, yes, Mrs. Speaker, uh, I agree with everything you say. Uh, Donald Trump releasing a statement a few hours ago saying, quote, Milley never told me about calls being made to China. From what I understand, he didn't tell too many other people either. He put our country in a very dangerous position, but President Xi knows better and would have called me. The way Milley and the Biden administration handled the Afghanistan withdrawal, call it the surrender of the Taliban, perhaps the most embarrassing moment in our country's history, would not exactly instill fear in China. Millie is a complete nut job. The only reason Biden will not fire or court martial Millie is because he doesn't want him spilling the dirty secrets on Biden's deadly disaster in Afghanistan. And now let me read you this. And this comes from Merriam-Webster. Just look it up. Google it up. Insurrection. Insurrection. The full definition. You ready? An act or instance of revolting against civilian of civil authority or an established government. So I would argue what Mark Milley did, again, if the reporting is proven to be true, is that's an insurrection right then and there. That's an act of revolting against a civil authority or an established Trump administration government. So again, folks, there's only two scenarios here. Either Mark Milley is a traitor and should be tried for treason, or the Washington Compost is fake news. Only one of those two scenarios is now accurate. 
Um, all right, so we have other news we have to get into today. I love I love uh, uh, Woodward and Costa, you know, spilling the the secrets from behind the scenes because uh, today in the Hill Democrat headline: Democrats hope Biden can flip Mansion and Cinema. Uh, President Biden met face to face face to face with Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, uh, stepping up his involvement in the effort to unify congressional Democrats behind a 3.5 t trillion dollar spending package uh tim kane saying uh the ones who are negotiating publicly i think it is fair to say they're the toughest votes to get and said this is a really important step uh really important for the biden administration and it's and so it's all on deck um then says uh Biden. now listen to this this is what i think is hilarious kane says both joe and Kristen really want biden to be a successful president says a it's good for the country b it's good for their states and c it's listen to this it's good for their own politics the democrats spending trillions of dollars that's that's good for our party and then he says this biden has a strong relationship with mansion well business insider reporting yesterday listen to this headline folks biden told senator joe manchin support his 1.9 trillion dollar coronavirus stimulus I, I i could barely get it out without dying laughing because if you don't this is what joe says the uh joe unity says the joe mansion of west virginia <laughs> quote if you don't come along you're really effing me he says now this is uh according to an excerpt from again the new book peril sounds like there's a lot of peril in biden administration uh woodward and costa they released this saying that on a March 5th phone call around the same time, Senate Democrats were reading the uh, were reading to advance the uh, one again 1.9 trillion dollars. I have no idea where this money's coming from. We're going to be bank. We're going to be New York and California all around the country. The amount of debt that the Biden administration is raising here, and Biden reportedly told Manchin on this March 5th phone call. If you don't come along, could, I mean, imagine Joe, right? Imagine Joe saying, ah, oh, geez, Joe, you know, come on, Joe. Uh, come on, man. If you, you know, if you don't, if you don't come along here, ah, oh, boy, you're, you're really effing me here, man. <laughs> this stuff going on behind the scenes. I do a peril. It's the new name of the Woodward and Costa book. Sounds like there, to me, a lot of peril going on in the Biden administration. Um, anyway. So, headline from Axios today. FBI, now get this, because the FBI has just been disgraceful for at least five years now, right? The FBI apologizes, we're sorry, to the U.S. gymnasts abused by Larry Nasser. Now, remember, Nasser was the doctor who was sexually abusing the women uh, gymnasts. Now, the FBI today, Christopher Ray apologizing to the u.s gymnasts about the agency's quote mishandling of the investigation so today in front of the uh uh senate judiciary committee uh the four gymnasts michaela maroney remember the girl with the face uh simone biles uh ali ray her mental health cleared up quick didn't it simone biles uh ali raisman and maggie nichols all testifying today uh, Christopher Ray, after uh, while testifying, saying, "quote I am deeply and profoundly sorry 
to each and every one of you, and I'm not sure that any apology whatsoever from the FBI is going to make up for anything at all. That's not going to bring justice, Director, uh, saying, I am sorry that so many people let you down over and over again. And I'm especially sorry that there were people at the FBI who had their own chance to stop this monster back in 2015 and fail. And that is inexcusable. Now, 2015, oh, that's right. Ah, ah, ah. Who's the FBI director in 2015? Oh, yep, you got it. That's right, James Comey. And of course, I mean, James Comey and his FBI folks, one of the most disgraceful you know, times ever. Um, now, uh, Michaela Maroney testifying uh, and saying, quote, what I'm trying to bring to your attention today and and by the way if you haven't gotten a chance to see the testimony yet folk it is it is completely you know it's compelling it's it it's heartbreaking and it's sad to have to hear what these girls had to go through um so Maroney's saying what i'm trying to bring to your attention today is something entirely disturbing and illegal after telling my entire story of abuse to the fbi in the summer of 2015 again well done jim comey not only did the fbi not report my abuse but when they eventually documented my report seven uh, uh, over a, a year later 17 months later they made now this is the fbi the fbi made entirely false claims about what i said says the fbi and other officials sat idly by while dozens of girls continued to be molested by Larry Nasser, She said, I'm tired of waiting for people to do the right thing because my abuse was enough and we deserve justice. Ellie Raisman saying, I cannot tell you how horrifying it is to meet young girls who look up to me, who watch me competing in the Olympics and tell me that they went to see Larry Nasser because of me and my teammate because they wanted to see the Olympic doctor. Raisman's uh, attitude says that it takes everything I have to work on not taking the blame for that because it is horrific. Uh, also saying the FBI and other officials quietly allowed Nasser to slip out the side door, knowingly allowing him to continue his work and even run for school board. Nasser found more than 100 new victims to molest. It was like serving innocent children up to a pedophile on a silver platter. Simone Biles saying that she believes without a doubt that the circumstances that led to her abuse and allowed it to continue are directly the result of the fact that the organizations created by Congress to oversee and protect her as an athlete, USA Gymnastics, and the United uh, the U.S. Uh, Olympic and Paralympic Committee, quote, failed to do their job. Excuse me, folks. To be clear, she writes, I blame Larry Nasser, and I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. Uh, Nichols saying that she reported her abuse to the U.S. Gymnastics over six years ago and again folks that is all on jim comey 2015 jim comey's the director of the fbi how he has no and this to me sort of seems like it's a high profile case it's the u.s gymnastics women saying that we're being molested we were molested by this doctor 
What was Jim Comey doing? What were his agents doing? Uh, Nichols saying, she uh, added that it's, quote, in sacrificing my childhood for the chance to compete for the United States, I am haunted by the fact that even after I reported my abuse, so many women and girls had to suffer at the hands of Larry Nasser. For hundreds of survivors of Larry Nasser, this hearing is one of our last opportunities to get justice. We ask that you do what is in your power to ensure that those who engage in wrongdoing are held accountable under the law. And guess what the FBI has done, right? This is this is literally just about all the FBI has done. The FBI fired an agent accused of failing to properly investigate the sexual assault allegations. That's it, folks. I mean, it, it, it is shocking. It is heartbreaking. It's disgusting what they had to go to. Larry Nasser, as far as I'm concerned, folks, can rot in hell where he belonged. But again, now this is in 2015. The same FBI that Jim Comey was director of. We just got this new report out from the Washington Examiner tonight. Durham, now this is special counsel, John Durham, who's investigating Crossfire Hurricane. Now, folks, we have to go a long way back into this. If you remember, Crossfire Hurricane, which, remember the mainstream media, for four long years. Well, the Trump campaign colluded with Russia to steal the election. If you ask Hillary Clinton, she still believes that it happened. Crossfire Hurricane. Now, this was the FBI's investigation led by the FBI agent, Peter Strzok, that says Hillary should win a million to one. I can smell the Trump supporters in Walmart. He started this on July 31st, 2016. They were looking at four people specifically in the Trump campaign. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, uh, advise, uh, Trump campaign advisor, George Papadopoulos, the campaign chair, remember Paul Manafort, uh, and then another advisor, Carter Page. Now remember, everything that happened, the FBI's investigation into this, all is from the Christopher Steele, and if you remember Christopher Steele, he's the British spy that was hired by Fusion GPS, an opposition research group, which uh, the, which the money used to hire Fusion GPS. So that was funneled through Perkins, Q, uh, Perkins Coie, who's a law firm that, if you remember, Perkins Coie is uh, Mark Elias, Michael Sussman, who Sussman is really wrapped into this, into the story that's breaking tonight. And then Mark Elias, who is Hillary Clinton lawyers and DNC lawyers. So what they did, what the Clinton campaign did, they hire Christopher, uh, they hire Fusion GPS, who hires Christopher Steele to write the now completely debunked, full of lies and misinformation Rus Russian dossier, which even Jim Comey, again uh, in January 2017 goes to Trump Tower and says, uh, hey, Mr. President-elect Trump, there's this dossier that's flowing, uh, floating around out there, but it is, quote, salacious and it is unverifiable. All while behind Donald Trump's back, that's what they were using as the basis to spy on Donald Trump's campaign into Donald Trump's presidential transition team and then even into Donald Trump's presidency. Um, so the Washington Examiner writes tonight, special counsel John Durham reportedly seeks a grand jury indictment against Michael Sussman, who works at the law firm Perkins Coie. 
a cybersecurity lawyer at democratically allied law firm, obviously Perkins Coie, linked to British ex-spy Christopher Steele's discredited Hillary Clinton subsidized Russian dossier. The charge is said to be related to an alleged false statement to the FBI about a client's identity when Sussman pushed now debunked claims about secret communications between Russia's Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election. Durham, uh, quote, has told the Justice Department that he will ask a grand jury to indict a prominent cybersecurity lawyer on a charge of making a false statement to the FBI. The New York Times uh, saying that this is from people familiar with the matter. The report said Durham's case against Sussman, per power, uh, the Washington Examiner describes him as the powerhouse Perkins Coie, who works at the powerhouse Perkins Coie law firm, quote, centers on the question of whom his client was when he conveyed certain suspicions about former President Donald Trump and Russia, then to FBI General Counsel James Baker in uh, September 2016. Uh, DOJ Inspector, member Michael Horowitz, criticized the Justice Department and the FBI in 2019 for at least 17 significant errors and omissions related to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Remember, that's the FISA court where the FBI was lying to them because you have to have uh, for a, a, a FISA warrant to spy. Well, you need to have a verified, you need to have it be verified. And remember, it was Comey who signed off on it as well as McCabe signing off on it. And it was all a lie. It was all debunked lies, all put out by Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign. Uh, this followed the release. Remember, and then remember Robert Mueller when he testified in front of Congress and had no idea what was going on at all. Didn't even know what Fusion GPS was. I mean, he was he was he was so stupid um, up there. And remember, they knew this. Robert Mueller knew that there was no collusion at all. And they still went through with this bogus Mueller investigation just to make sure that they could discredit Donald Trump and undermine his presidency. Uh, Mueller said he identified numerous links between the Russian government and the Trump campaign, but did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities, which we knew from the very beginning. Um, also says uh, Durham found an inconsistency in Sussman, uh, one of Sussman's stories, according to the New York Times. Uh, the outlet added that James Baker is said to have told investigators he recalled Sussman saying that he was not meeting him on behalf of any client. Sussman testified to the House Intelligence Committee in December 2017 that he sought out the FBI meeting on behalf of an unnamed alleged cybersecurity expert client. Now, what it's believed is that his client was Christopher Steele. Now, remember, it was Christopher Steele wrote the dossier. Steele testified in a British court that Sussman provided him with other claims about Alpha Bank's purported ties to Russian President Vladimir Putin during a late July 2016 meeting. These allegations made their way into a mid-September 2016 memo that became part of Steele's dossier. Shortly after writing the memo, Steele met with Mark Elias, also Perkins Coie 
uh, lawyer, met with Elias, who was general counsel for Clinton's campaign, and had personally hired the opposition research firm Fusion GPS on the campaign's behalf. Now, what's awfully funny about all of this is Hillary Clinton tweeted on Halloween 2016 that, quote, computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russia-based bank. And this is all an entire lie, and Hillary Clinton knows it. She's just blatantly lying to the American people because she and her campaign are the ones who are funneling this nonsense. Uh, so far, Durham and his investigation has obtained a single guilty plea from ex-FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith. So, folks, it seems to me as though he's woken up, uh, but, you know, the, the, the wheels of justice just, just turn so, so slow. Um, so we'll see uh, how this turns out. Uh, Biden border crisis news. Fox News reporting today that more than 208,000 illegal aliens were apprehended at the border in August. A 317% increase from 2020. This is the second consecutive month of more than 200,000 apprehensions. RNC research tweets, in President Trump's last full month, only 17 illegal immigrants were released in the U.S. In August, just last month, oh, Biden released 43,941 illegal aliens. Uh, they also say Biden lied when he claimed the border crisis, quote, happens every single solitary year you know in the winter months well no joe it's your open borders policies that are causing this and they're going to continue joe uh tommy piggott writes for the rnc today uh over 1,200,000 illegal border crossings and as crossings continue to surge so does the humanitarian crisis 18,000 847 unaccompanied children were reportedly encountered in August, meaning more than 112,000 have been picked up by border officials since February 1st. Quote, this is a crisis of historic proportions, but Biden and border czar Kamala Harris are pretending like it doesn't exist. As local officials, Democrat and Republican alike, are pleading for help. We have heard almost nothing from Biden and Harris in weeks, and their policies are making it worse. Americans are struggling with a crisis on our border, and Biden and Harris, much like they've done to Americans in Afghanistan, have abandoned Americans here. And by the way, that Fox News reporting has now been confirmed by CBP. Another failure from this Biden administration. That's been the common theme, folks all throughout ever since january 20th 2021 when joe unity was inaugurated and kept going on 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 about unity we need unity we need unity yeah you're a total failure joe you're completely failing the american people this country itself uh there's good news though america's long nightmare folks let's pray to god that it is over in 1222 days